The day has finally come. It's the Bitcoin episode. We've promised it for so long, and now it's finally here. Yeah, of the, I don't know, there's probably 10 topics that we've said at some point, oh, we're going to do an episode on this. But I feel like Bitcoin, since we started doing the show almost a year ago, has been the topic that almost every episode we've said, oh, we need to do a Bitcoin episode. <laughs> so uh-huh. I started I started to do some research, and uh, I've got this tweet from Eric Holthaus. And uh, Eric, is uh, he has a substack. And his Twitter bio is meteorologist, climate journalist, dad to kids and plants, he slash him, eco-socialist, actually <laughs> autistic, and then all caps, the future Earth. Uh, okay, so I figured so, this is who I want my Bitcoin, in, my Bitcoin news from. That sounds like, I feel like we know who this guy is. Yeah, well, he, he, here's, here's his take on Bitcoin, and I think I agree. I fi- he says, this is the first tweet, I finally figured it out. Bitcoin is weaponized toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's weaponized toxic masculinity. And he follows that up. Let's see how long between the tweets. Weaponized toxic masculinity. Yeah, and nine minutes later, same exact vibes as frat boy rape culture. The cruelty is the point. What? (laughs) Now I know you're not. I know you're a Bitcoin skeptic, so I imagine you agree with this guy, right? Yes, all of my Bitcoin skepticism is rooted in my true core belief that the whole thing, the whole concept, all the technology, all the people, it's all based in toxic masculinity, and that's what this episode is going to be about. A- deep exploration of all of the toxicity and masculinity that underlie the Bitcoin revolution. The cruelty is the point. This is Market Liberation Front. Burton Bourne, Henry Hazlitt. You know, I had a dream last night that, I'm not joking, Elon Musk was pressuring me to do something illegal to juice the price of doggy coin. Oh, Doge. Oh, no one knows how to say that. Doge coin, Doge coin. I thought it was doggy coin because it's like a no. Dog. It's a joke that it's a joke that no one knows how to pronounce it. So you can say doggy, Doge, Doge. They're all correct. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, did you see that piece about the pizzas and doggy coin? Did I send that to you? No. Is this a is this a Pizza Gate thing? <laughs> let me let me pull this up too. There's so many great. I mean, my only my only research uh, was someone basically. Oh, no, no, no. That was a Bitcoin thing uh, where basically someone paid for two large pizzas using Bitcoin like 12 years ago. And it's like, wow, if he hadn't done that and if he'd hold on to it, oh, he could have yeah. bought 45,000 large pizzas instead of the two. <laughs> he just waited I did. a decade. I did. I'm, I remember this time. I, I remember <laughs> using Bitcoin to buy drugs on the Internet when it was worth a few dollars a bitcoin and if if me and my friends had just hung on to even a little like the change after the transaction it would be worth hundreds of dollars now <laughs> it's it's quite <laughs> remarkable how much it's gone up i mean i have an uncle who uh you know the, the one who's made fun of the show in the past and called it the giggling, giggling girls yeah, yeah the giggling girls show not market liberation front and he actually put 500 bucks into bitcoin uh i don't know a couple months ago now it's at like 800 or something it's ridiculous Okay, so before we get into 
just get into random psycho stories about Bitcoin, which we will have time for, and I'm very excited about. I want to I want to do a little bit of explanation of what it is and how it actually works, because I feel like a lot of people don't know. I don't know if you know. No, I didn't do any research. I mean, I know the basic thing about, you know, blockchain or whatever, but I also I do have eight uh, very smart things to say about Bitcoin that I read on the Internet. You'd like okay, well, them. you can use them to reply to me as I explain how it works. Got it. Okay. Um, so, so you go first. The idea is this. The way regular money works with a bank is that the bank has a list of all the transactions that everybody makes, right? Like you go onto your bank's website, you look at your statements. It's every transaction you've made. And they have that for everybody. But the Bitcoin people believe that there's something wrong with that system. And it would be better if there was no central place where the list of transactions lives. And instead, everybody in the world maintains a copy of the list. That's the idea of Bitcoin is everybody has a list of every transaction ever made in Bitcoin. Well, you know, the, the institutional investment now is going to make uh, Bitcoin a very different proposition. <laughs> right. So what happens is... <laughs> completely, completely disconnected from what you just said. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to completely disregard it. So the problem is, if everyone has their own version of the ledger, how does any one person know that theirs is correct or that they haven't cheated on it or someone else hasn't cheated on theirs. Another question about this, and this is the central contradiction of Bitcoin that I don't get. You're supposed to use it to anonymously buy drugs, but anyone can see the transaction. How does that work? What's how, what, what, what am I missing there? So the way that works is every entry on the ledger doesn't have someone's name on it. It just has a wallet address is what it's called but it's really just a really long string of random characters okay and and, and they can't and they can't connect that string of characters to you well, not necessarily but if they can connect it to you then they can know every single transaction you've ever done and that actually happens because there sometimes law enforcement will figure out what the wallet address is of some criminal and then they can look through the entire chain of all the transactions to know how much bitcoin they have now, what if Bitcoin is neither a store of value nor a mechanism of exchange? So what happens is to make sure people don't cheat on the ledger, they make it <laughs> completely ignoring. <laughs> they make it they make it so that it's it takes a lot of computational work to add transactions to the ledger. And they make it so that if you fake the ledger, you have to do all that computational work to keep up with all the other ones that other people are doing. And it turns out it's so much computational work that it takes entire server farms in China full of specifically specially built computers just to do it. Something like a quarter percent of all the world's electricity goes into Bitcoin. Like more electricity goes into Bitcoin than entire countries use. It's it's insane. And most of it is powered by coal in China. So it's actually this eco toxic masculinity guy is kind of right that it's not very good for the environment to no no use no the, the the eco socialists the american left will never recognize that china is at fault for anything so <laughs> I, I think there has to be another explanation because every critique from the left does not seem to mention i don't know the uyghurs or tibetans or hong kong or taiwan or the south china sea everything is just focused on donald trump being mean and racist or something so I don't think I don't think we can blame China for Bitcoin, uh, but anyway, I mean, as number three on my list of smart things, and this was from a Spectator um, article. Uh, it's no coincidence this is happening in the middle of a pandemic. 
Yeah, it's true. Okay, so that <laughs> that concludes my that concludes my explanation. Do you feel like you learned something? No, I, dude, you've, we've said this before on this show. Like, I understand. I, I do know a, a little bit about Bitcoin, but I mean, we haven't seen this level of retail speculation since the 1930s. <laughs> All right. My comment to actually take seriously the things that you're saying. My comment is just that I believe that a lot of things are happening because of the pandemic and a lot of people are sitting at home with fucking nothing to do and a lot more disposable income than they usually have because they're not spending money, it on baby. not a spending it on bars and concerts and literally everything. So they're like, "All right, I might as well pull up some stupid app and buy some bitcoin, sell some bitcoin, do some retail speculation." Uh it's no coincidence at all that this is happening in the middle of a pandemic. I'm still less interested in Bitcoin than I am in the possibilities of blockchain technology. <laughs> oh, my God. This one is my favorite because when Bitcoin – this was like a few years ago. When it first started to become something that a lot of people knew about and people found out it was about blockchain, all these companies started just talking about how they were going to use blockchain for this or that fucking thing. And then there's – do you remember the tea company? Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So they, right? well, they they changed their name from Long Island Ice oh, Tea yeah, Company yeah, 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 yeah. to Long Blockchain, and their stock jumped ten percent. Have you seen uh, uh <laughs> the the show Silicon Valley? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when when their their company's going nowhere, so they're like, let's just issue a cryptocurrency, and it saves the company. <laughs> really, I haven't <laughs> seen that. It's, it's slightly more complicated than that, but that's like that's like a major <laughs> plot line in like a multi episode story arc. <laughs> they create their own cryptocurrency there's been a lot of great crypto frauds too it's so funny because they made it so it's really easy to create your own cryptocurrency so all these all these scammers would just use that and then say oh i'm inventing a new coin here's my initial coin offering and then just take all the money yeah i mean well we did it we we, we covered that on market liberation front when uh clifford t.i harris and his business manager got in trouble for selling their fake cryptocurrency on fucking Instagram. <laughs> Just like taking the money and buying Ferraris with it or whatever. That's right. I guess well, T- he didn't I even T- try didn't and run know. away. Yeah, T.I. didn't even. I think T.I. didn't know. It was just like, this guy's like, yeah, just just pitch my coin and I'll give you $20 or something. And he took it or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, so the other, the other cliches from this list from Spectator are, and all of this is before President Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus. And just because we didn't have traditional inflation after 2008 doesn't mean we won't experience it now. That I actually agree with. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with Bitcoin, but that's yeah, I don't know what the fuck either of these have to do with Bitcoin. Why aren't we talking more? (laughs) Why aren't we talking more about the environmental consequences of Bitcoin mining? This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, why? Why? (laughs) Okay, so you've explained the basics of why uh, of how Bitcoin works, right? But I'm yes. pulling up, uh, pulling up a little uh, graph here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go. All right, we're going to January first, when Bitcoin was just around twenty nine thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And oh, December thirty first, twenty twenty, it was twenty eight thousand nine hundred ninety dollars, and now it's trading at fifty six thousand dollars. Wow. And you'll, you'll huge recall, increases <laughs> yeah and you'll recall it went up uh to 19,000 like the end of 2017 uh and then it fell i think it bottomed out around three thousand dollars in 2018 uh and now it's back up to 56,000 so 
I understand you don't think it's useful, but can you explain to me why Tesla bought a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin? Why massive investment banks are putting money into this? Because these are things that they're not doing with GameStop stock, but they are doing with Bitcoin, right? What makes this different from the other bubbles in your view? Where, where, where is the appeal? I think that it's it's a completely new type of asset class. It's it's absolutely something that is valuable and rare. There's not there's a hard limit on the number of Bitcoin that will exist in the universe. It's built into the software. So I think just the nature of it being something that people value and the fact that there's a limited supply of it means that it is valuable. And I think that those those companies, Tesla, any Wall Street bank, they're just diversifying into a new asset class. Sure. So why why shouldn't we? Because we, <laughs> I think that probably the percent of their assets that are held in cryptocurrency are a lot lower than the percent of ours. I mean, if you want to buy like a hundred dollars worth of it, I think that's that's a bit of diversification. Well, like a fraction of one percent. No, there, there's no way that they have to be, look. Tesla has a lot of money, but $1.5 billion is a lot of money for a company that only makes money off of government subsidies. I mean, Tesla, I can understand because Elon Musk has a huge megaphone to all these weird nerds out on Twitter. So if he buys a bunch of Bitcoin and then tells everyone that he did, that's going to work out for him, right? Because he can influence the market for Bitcoin, unlike other people, unlike you and I. It is funny because I think I've made fun of Elon Musk on the show before. If I was the richest man on the planet, as he was briefly, I think he still might be. I don't. I don't know. But if I was the richest person on the planet, I don't think I would spend my days shit posting like my my face <laughs> photoshopped onto you know Harry Potter while like you know Hermione is sucking him off and there's like a Bitcoin logo and they're riding a rocket to the moon with like the GameStop uh, ticker symbol on it. You know, but that's what. That's like how he spends his time. He's just on the fucking internet, you know, like a guy on Reddit who's unemployed. It blows my mind, right? I couldn't understand it. But now I realize he has all this shit posting credibility. So he says, you know, get Dodgy or Dogcoin or whatever, Doge, get that get that dog thing. And the price skyrockets like 9,000% in a week. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's he's just doing he's just manipulating the market to his own benefit. And I think announcing that Tesla, I don't even who even knows if they really did buy that much bitcoin. It doesn't matter. Just announcing that he did will make the price go up. Yeah, right, right. So I guess I guess I understand that, but I don't know. Okay. I'm uh I'm planning to get a Coinbase account and start buying bitcoin. Okay. What do you think is a reasonable percentage of my net worth to invest? Zero. Or like, what should be my... T- really? You really think it's going to be... It will not continue to grow over time? You think that eventually... Well, how mu- or, or you well, think how much of... I don't know. I mean, how much of your portfolio is gold and silver? Um, how much of it is rare art? How much of it is precious jewels? Well, those are... those. I can't securitize those, right? I mean, I suppose I could gold and silver. Sure you can. Can you, can you securitize precious art? Is there like a company that so. sells shares? And <laughs> I don't think there, there's an I, art there ETF. Has to, dude, there has to be though. Like, I mean, I think like, I saw that there was a great article in the Wall Street Journal about Let's uh, Google this. about that company that uh, that invests in minor league baseball players and then gets X percentage <laughs> of their future earnings. And they put some money into some like I think he was like a Dominican or Puerto Rican guy when he was like eight, like seventeen, and he was in the minor leagues. 
And he just signed a $340 million contract that they're going to get like $30 million out of. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I take it back. I'm at alternativeinvestmentcoach.com. Which are the top five performing art investment funds in the world? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. No, but here's the thing. My, my point is, okay, uh, but that – but I've told you for a long time, I want to put 5% of my net worth into crazy bets. Okay, I would put this in the category of crazy bets. 100%. 100%. So, I think I'm going to start putting 500 bucks a month into Bitcoin. And as you know, that is only a fraction of what I invest every month. I think Just we should back up and explain why I assume it's a speculative asset and why it, it doesn't have any intrinsic value. Yeah. I mean, gold and silver do, but like art... It, it, zero i will say i will also i will say real quickly though fuck the people who say it's a currency it is not the currency of the future it is an asset okay well that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna explain so i've actually i've just for fun i decided that i would try to use cryptocurrency for something just as a way to learn about it so i decided i would pay for a vpn service using cryptocurrency just because it'd be interesting so the process is like this to get on to an exchange where you can actually trade cash for cryptocurrency, you need to very intrusively identify yourself. You need to send them pictures of your face and your driver's license and all this crazy shit because the potential for money laundering is outrageously high. So you need to, first of all, you need to do that. And that is a pain in the ass and actually takes a long time. So then from there, you have to, <laughs> from there, you have to trade the cryptocurrency that you buy for cash. And the problem is the price swings just like enormously all the time. So sure. right now you're going to pay $100, but in five minutes when you actually get what you paid for, you don't even really know how much Bitcoin you're going to get. Yeah, but... Okay, so but the same, it's the also same, true... The same thing goes for when I buy stocks at fucking Fidelity's website because they don't... Exactly. You know, they try to rebalance my shit and then it's like... But they don't they don't buy it until it closes at the end of the day. Right. So I, guess, yeah, I guess the solution would just be to buy it like 429 every day. But. Well, yeah. And you... <laughs> I mean, you don't hear people talking about how we're going to use stocks and index funds as currency with each other, right? Right. Because it'd be insane to do that. So that's one thing is the... The value is really volatile, both when you're trying to buy it with your cash and when you're trying to buy something else. Like they have to, you have to agree on an instantaneous spot price for how much, you know, they say, okay, this VPN service, it's really priced in dollars, but they say, okay, at this particular point in time, we'll take this exact amount of Bitcoin for it. And, you know, that's the price at that time. But in 10 minutes, it might be that it worked out for you or didn't work out for you. Right. So that's right. one thing. Another thing is that the fees are super fucking high. Like, I think the fee for just any transaction on the website I found, which is a is a pretty popular one, and I think it's pretty easy to get into. What's it it's called? like five bucks. I think it was. I think it was Coinbase actually. Oh, okay. Let's see. There's Coinbase, and then there's if you want to trade one currency for another, there's another website that you can go to. Let's see. Should I get into another uh, Coinbase fees? Oh, well, there's thousands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, that's, I think, where it gets really stupid is if you don't go to the one that everyone knows. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, just to be really cool, I wanted to pay for this not using Bitcoin, but using the one that the real drug dealers use, which is called Monero. Didn't we talk about Monero before? We might have. 
Uh, by the way, the fee yeah. is three dollars if it's more than okay. If it's uh, whatever. it might have gone down. Yeah, I think. I mean, there. I mean, like anything, there's you know more coin exchanges, so the it will improve just like with stocks, right? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, how, yeah. but but you're the least risk averse person I've ever met. <laughs> I mean, going back to that conversation. You mean the most did... risk averse person? Sorry, yeah, 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 that's what I meant. You're, you're the least risk taker. You're like you're the most opposed to taking risks of any person I've ever met. Going mm-hmm. back to the conversation we're having this morning on text before the show blew my mind uh, when I first found that out. But you, you do not like to take risks. But at a certain point, I mean, would you want to bet at any part of your net worth, any part of your savings? On something like Bitcoin, on something like fine art? No. <laughs> well, you know, we've been to Vegas together. You know that gambling I don't even like to do. I, I'm, there was that one time that I bet on sports, and that was fun. But in general, it gives me no joy to gamble. Yeah, but it's not about joy. I mean, you know, for example, the, I mean, uh, the, the crowdfunding fundrise that I, that I went into, that turned out to be a great investment. And uh, it didn't seem like it was particularly risky going in, just looking at past performance and what they what they had planned for the future. So I I don't know. I mean, are you are you content with just you know a seven percent return for the rest of your life? Yeah, that sounds great. Well, <laughs> that's not guaranteed either. I know. <laughs> you could, you might be I would love up, to have a seven percent return for the rest of my life. That, that's, that's sign me up for that. That's the thing that fucking <laughs> sucks. Is it's like even the least risky shit. It's like yeah, it could just turn out that. We're in the biggest bubble in index funds, and really, it's going to like barely keep up with inflation forever after this. Yeah, yeah, could who knows? Um, yeah. So once another really wonderful aspect of Bitcoin is that the when you buy stocks, you press the button, and in maybe a minute or two, it says transaction went through. For Bitcoin, it takes it can take an hour for a transaction to go through. It takes so long. Is that still just the to case? actually? Yes, it and there's it'll never get better. It'll always be like that. In fact, it'll probably get worse because as as the more people use it, there's a hard limit of something like 7 transactions per second to Bitcoin. And as more and more people use it, it'll take longer and longer and longer and longer. But that's kind of good though cuz it doesn't it make it harder for it to just collapse really quickly. Oh, I think the value can change quickly. It's just that the if you're trying to send Bitcoin from you to some other person, or say you how, go how on some value, exchange do, and you... How does the value change quickly if you can't trade it quickly? Because when when you trade it on an exchange, you're not actually sending it to and from each other. The exchange itself is just keeping track of how much is owed to whom. And so, for example, when you go onto an exchange and you pay some cash and you buy it, you don't actually get it transferred to you at that moment. You have to later say, okay, I want you to transfer it from my account at this exchange to this wallet that I have over here, and that takes a long time. I don't know, man. I think you're a fucking pussy, and you should put $90,000 into Bitcoin tomorrow. Okay, I think you're a fucking pussy, and you should put 90000 into Bitcoin tomorrow. I'll, I'll show mine <laughs> if you show yours. And by that, I mean screenshot of my Coinbase account. By the way, oh my I, gosh, I this that... is going to be like Reddit with the guy with his GameStop screenshot. Yeah, I read that he, he apparently, like after he testified before the, the congressional committee, he went ahead and bought like another $3 million in GameStop or something. <laughs> that guy's pretty cool, oh, man. God. I think it's something like yeah. 98% pretty... of uh, day traders lose money over time. 
<laughs> but like fuck if you're in that two percent how balling must that be like how, how fucking cool must it be to just take- i love when you see the the ads that are like if you take my day trading strategy you can make enough money to support your family from home oh that depresses me you- that makes me so sad <laughs> You just always think, well, if your day trading strategy is so great, why the fuck are you on TV telling people about your strategy? Yeah. Wouldn't you just use it and make all the money and yeah. then retire? Yeah, or wouldn't you just be like, give me your money and I will guarantee the X return for you. Uh, just give me a cut of it. Like a, you know, like a hedge fund, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally uh, – I, like, I, like I do like that those hedge funds got fucked by GameStop. It is pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like – uh you know because that's how it works it's like hey and they're all like whining about it and it's like guys this is market risk like isn't this what you're yeah. always telling us like you, you deserve to be rewarded because sometimes you get taken to the cleaners <laughs> dude it's so funny but it's also funny because everyone looked at us as this crusade against wall street to fuck over these head funds and sure they did and sure a few of them got fucked over but it's not like they made a dent in the overall world of hedge funds oh, or no. and wall a bunch street of, in general and a bunch of funds uh, we later found out you know and a bunch of rich guys they're like oh this is fucking great and they ha- they owned bitcoin for two days and got like an 80 percent return and walked away <laughs> you know they like they turned their their billion into 1.8 billion you know whereas like this other guy's like Oh yeah, I emptied out my 401k and uh, they told me to hold on and I mean, it's worth a third of what it used to be, but you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll rise again. <laughs> like you know, it's not What I hope happens, what I hope happens is that some hedge fund successfully manipulates Wall Street bets to move the market in a way that benefits them, but they do it secretly so well, no there, one finds out about it. Well, that's the that's the theory is that that's actually what's going on. Remember that? Uh, remember that? I think I re- didn't we read oh, it out yeah, loud yeah. where the guy was yeah, just we like, talked about that. like, why do you think all these random guys on Reddit know how options work? You know, and like, <laughs> know, like, and know like what? <laughs> like, why, why do they have all these sophisticated takes on investing and all these like, you know, complicated <laughs> techniques that they can use? You know, and, and, well, and also, did you notice that like they're making $150,000 bets? Like, who, what kind of random day trader just does that from his garage? <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out there's some really wonderful fraud stories for Bitcoin also, in addition to Reddit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, or fraud, or just general horror stories. Like, this one's well known by now, but there's a guy who, he threw away a hard drive that contained the key to a Bitcoin wallet that had 7,500 Bitcoins on it. Oh, yeah, no, that's the best, is when it's like... This guy has nine million dollars in Bitcoin, but he forgot the password. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that number just keeps increasing as the value goes up. Yeah, and apparently, and apparently, it's like you 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 get ten tries, and then it, it's locked forever, and it goes away. <laughs> and it's like the article. I think it was a journal article too. It's like he's tried eight times from the, the from his eight most common passwords, but he's afraid to go for the other two. <laughs> Um, other great things that happen so obviously because it's kind of anonymous even though it's really not people use it to do drug deals right so silk road the original online drug marketplace they got shut down and the feds got 1000 or sorry 144,336 bitcoins just from that oh shit that's pretty cool that silk road thing is like a libertarian thing joshua sheets is like free russell brick 
Oh like, yeah, yeah. They they love talking about how Ross Ulbricht, the founder of Bitcoin, is unfairly imprisoned and his sentence was way too long. And was he a founder all of Bitcoin? Stuff. Or no, he, he founded Silk Road. Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, he like murdered people and shit. Like yeah, no, it wasn't I mean, the guy's a fucking thug. It's just like libertarian <laughs> yeah, like... persecution fantasy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, like, Joshua it was like any general, other drug, like any other criminal drug operation. It was not yeah. different. I have not talked to Joshua. <laughs> I've not talked about Joshua Sheets in a while, but he's been. I unfollowed him on Twitter. He was annoying me so much. He like posted a video of, or he posted this infographic, and it was like the eight biggest skyscrapers in the world. Only one of them is American. That's the future of the world, and it's uh, the rest of them are like in Arab <laughs> petro state monarchies. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's the future. Oil-rich fucking kingdoms, you know, with, like, <laughs> the most regressive form of Islam possible imposed on their country. That's the future, Josh. You fucking that's, got That's us. where we're all going. Yeah, and then the other no, the other future is, like, psycho-totalitarian communist China, you know, where all this shit is funded by 300% of GDP debt levels. Like, yeah, that's the future of the world. <laughs> Watch out, everybody! They they may not have a sustainable political system, but they got skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or when he when he is just like like you idiots, you should have been prepping. It's like it's like he, oh, you know, yeah, he sells himself. The, he sells himself as the Texas bo- freeze disaster. Yeah, yeah, Wasn't yeah, yeah. he dancing on the the frozen bodies of poor people who hadn't who like couldn't drink water and didn't have heat? Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like you mocked me for prepping for all these years, and now <laughs> look at you. If you'd only listened to me, you could be enjoying yourself. I don't say this right now. Did- if I was a prepper, and my house was warm. I would invite every single one of my neighbors to come spend the night in my fucking house. I wouldn't just be, like, enjoying the snow and playing outside. Like, what a shitty Christian he is. He has this, like, weird psycho-libertarian form of Christianity. Where it's like, it's like God rewards me for putting 15% of my paycheck into a 401k. Why would I give money to poor people? You know? No. No, no, no. Yeah, my sister, my sister lives in Texas, and her house lost power and she fortunately lives near her parents-in-law whose house did have power so they got to stay with them and they went back and their pipes froze all this shit so it was a yeah, it seemed, sort of disaster it sounds like 80 percent of texas still had power i mean which don't get me wrong that's really bad if only 80 percent of your people have power but people are making it sound like texas is the walking dead now Oh my god! And it just sounds like it was really cold. I bet some people died. It's really tragic. But I'm also not entirely convinced that it's like society is completely melted down there. Yeah, I don't think. Well, from what she said, I mean, she's back. They're like walking her their dogs. I think their life is normal again. Huh. Well, it's probably so that's probably privilege actually for her. So. <laughs> she lives Check in a herself. suburb of Dallas. I I don't know if it's. <laughs> she works in an office her husband is a construction manager like it's not they're not particularly guy. like that guy was, <laughs> high-flying people you have so many sisters that whenever you tell me about them they kind of like they're they're uh your brothers-in-law kind of blend in for me but when i yeah. met when i met uh that guy at the wedding i was like oh this is texas isn't it this is big tex right <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually the the brothers-in-law are pretty pretty diverse the, right, well, right. what's funny is they're from all over the country like northeast texas virginia god damn it stop it. i'm trying to guess them <laughs> never mind you just told me 40 percent of them so it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know there's the boston guy 
Uh-huh. Uh, there's the Texas guy. Not from Boston, but sure. They met in Boston, though, no? No. Who's they the guy Who's the guy who's the Red Sox fan? Yeah, he's from. He's not from Boston. He's from a different town in Massachusetts. I oh, think he. Uh, the reason, the only, There's one town the only in reason, Massachusetts listen, called Boston. The, listen, the only reason I'm making a stink about it is they seem, having met him and his family, they seem very proud of where they're from, and oh, I don't God. want to offend them by saying that they're from Boston. <laughs> okay, well, I've been to Boston and I've been to the suburbs of Boston, which are fucking Boston to me. And then uh, I did go to Falmouth, yeah. Massachusetts, for a funeral once. That's another one. Uh, there haven't been a. Is that of... also Boston? It yeah. seems like you've been to a lot of places. How do you not know which know. ones Falmouth, are Boston? Falmouth, which Falmouth is like Cape Cod. I mean, there's basically Boston and Cape Cod is what I'm saying about Massachusetts. <laughs> and they're all fucking Pats fans anyway, so fuck them. Yeah. I, yeah Tom Brady, okay. baby. That's very true. <laughs> that was kind of a New Yorker okay. accent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, my view on Bitcoin is uh, I think it's here to stay. Clearly, oh, yeah. people are going to keep putting money in it. I don't think like in when it peaked at eighteen thousand and then fell to three thousand, it was reasonable to be like, "Oh, this was just a fad," and people realize that there's no point in having Bitcoin. But it seems like enough people are invested in it that uh, they're they're going to want to keep doing it, right? And, oh yeah, I think that I think it's definitely here to stay. And what's funny to me about it is that it doesn't even, unlike these other speculative things like gold and art or whatever, it has zero purpose when you own it. Right. You can't, you can't hang it on your wall. You, there's no industrial use for it. It's just, it's just, you have the right to this digital thing that you could sell later. It's, it's pure speculation, like 100,000%. But you think it's here to stay. Oh, yeah. People love this shit. Are you kidding? I mean, I think it's stupid, but just because I I think I'm in the minority. I think people love this kind of thing. People bought fucking GameStop stock. Like, what? (laughs) Why would they do that? Because they love it. Yeah, but that that collapsed. (laughs) They didn't love it. That was the point. I mean, it still is like 10 times what it was a year ago. You know, it's just not 100 times anymore. But uh, they kind of walked away from it. I don't know. I I think that there is... Look, I mean, like I've said before, 95% of my savings, 90% of my savings is in low-cost index funds, right? Uh, but I think there's a reasonable expectation, or there's it's reasonable to think that, you know, crowdfunding real estate investments or Bitcoin could beat that. And if it doesn't, it won't fall behind that much compared to index funds. And that's what why I find I, particularly frustrating about it, though, is is the fact that it's just so empty of value. Because at least investing in real estate, you're putting money behind a real. There's a there are real buildings that real people occupy and pay rent on. Sure. And you know, and that to me makes it more legitimate as an investment. To say to say that you're investing in something is to say that you're putting money behind it because you think that something good is going to happen with that money. Whereas buying Bitcoin is just purely hoping that the price goes up in the future. Right. That's it. That's all you're doing. And it's okay. People can do that, but I won't because it feels like gambling to me. And I, mean, I don't think gambling is investing. And it seems like the only the only real purpose for it is not a legitimate purpose, which is to buy illegal shit and hide yourself. Yeah. Right? So there, <laughs> yeah. The, the, that's what it seems like. The only legitimate reason to have Bitcoin is not a legitimate reason. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <The> only... <laughs> and, and it's not even a very good currency for doing illegal transactions. There are better ones out there. 
Oh, like which one? Like the Rethrium? No, that no, we talked about it. It's Monero. That's the, the real Monero. money laundering. Like Monero, if you want to do real gang shit, that's the one you're gonna use. Monero sounds like a South Korean car. There's my Kia Monero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look it up. Because with that, it's it's super duper anonymous. There's no way for the feds to look at the ledger and and associate your name with transactions like they can't do any of that. It's like only you and the person that you sent the currency to know that you did it. I don't know. how. It's crazy. I don't fucking know how the technology works that they can guarantee that. But apparently they can. Well, it's only 214 euros right now. I hate it when I'm in in Europe. Uh, all of my shit is in euros. Gotta get it in real currency. Yeah. Well, real I have money. to tell you, man, uh, as you know, I think I mentioned this before, I'm paid in uh, a a currency that is not the dollar, and the dollar has been falling. <laughs> and I send all my money Uh-oh. back, and my pay has gone up like 10% in the past year. <laughs> Pretty weird to have currency risk in your in just in your salary. It's not great. It's not great, let me tell you. Because it was down like 5%. <laughs> I was like, wow, I, I got a raise this year, but I'm basically flat. Oh. <laughs> <Some> fucking currency <laughs> risk. But now that it's up, it's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> it's <Yes>. the best. <laughs> live, by the, live by the currency yeah. risk and die by the currency risk. I, I put my salary into Google today to calculate what it is in uh, dollars. And I was like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> like, I think I might actually be ahead of where you are now with your raise. Um, yeah, you could and be. I was, I was, like, fairly far behind you after you got the raise, but... Uh, oh, pretty- actually, we should talk about the former uh, player on our favorite football team who asked to be paid in Bitcoin. Oh, dude, Russell Okung is so fucking cool. He just tweets like <laughs> taxation is theft. It's like it's like me when I was 15 and I started reading National Review and it just opened <laughs> my mind. And it's like, actually, Obama fucking sucks. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> Oh, this is great. I'm on Bitcoin.com. The headline from two days ago says, Paid in Bitcoin, NFL offensive tackle Russell Okung considered the highest paid in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, read that. Pull up that article. I want to hear more. Like, does it calculate how much he makes? At the end of December, Carolina Panthers offensive lineman Russell Okung told the public he would be getting half of his $13 million salary paid in Bitcoin. Moreover, Okung made the decision at the right time, as the NFL just capped the league's salaries at $180 million. Looking at it from a different perspective, some people think that Okung is now the highest salaried NFL player today because of his decision to stack Satoshis. Okay, wow, cool it, inside Bitcoin reference. Okay, so if so if he's getting six point five million a year, what the fuck? I'm at Bitcoin.com too, and it's just boring shit. Where's the Okun? I see oh, Chinese tea yep. retailer, Elon Musk, <laughs> Price and Gold, Dave Portnoy. Here, look in the chat. Right. Send it to you. the boys' chat, where all the misogyny happens. This is where the real, the real, the shit we can't say out loud gets said. Yeah, really. <laughs> like I just go in, I go in and delete it once a week, just in case. I hope you do too. So it says, uh, for instance, when Bitcoin hit forty four thousand, and half of his contract that is paid in Bitcoin climbed to ten point five nine million. At fifty six thousand, his half turned into more than his entire quoted salary. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, this is how bubbles work, right? Everyone's making money as long as it's going up. It's it's always going up. But why is it going up? I don't fucking know. It's not worth anything. Why could it be worth $3,000 two years ago or three years ago, and now it's worth fifty? How the fuck does that make any sense? Dude, it's Explain so, that to me, well, Bitcoin I mean, advocate. You, you know the answer is because more people are putting money into it, so the price went up. <laughs> Simple okay. as that. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like his Twitter profile. Life, liberty, and Bitcoin. And then his location <laughs> is Homestead. It's like, I'm, per- I'm, I'm purchasing crops and... And fucking livestock with my Bitcoin profits. You know, I never knew this about Okung at all. I mean, I I just thought he was a decent lineman. Although yeah. I don't think he played much when he was with the Charger. Here's some of Russell Okung's tweets. Shut down or ban Bitcoin and the people move to trade peer-to-peer without the knowledge of the government. Internet money changes everything. The central. This okay, is so, the, wait, 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 real quick. The central bank of Nigeria is missing an incredible opportunity to cement Nigeria as the biggest market for Bitcoin in Africa and one day the world. What? I guess Nigeria banned uh, cryptocurrency trading. Which, by the way, that's stupid. You shouldn't ban cryptocurrency trading. Fucking Nigeria. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, that, I don't know that's why just like a, that. you know that we could do a whole episode about chronically mismanaged economies. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one is exactly looking to Nigeria as their fucking model of how to run a, how to run a government or a. Economy. Okay, the other thing is you can't even get away with if you're in America. And like I said, because the exchanges are so intrusive in their identification, you can't get away anymore with not reporting your Bitcoin income. Like you have to, the the IRS will fucking tax you for it. Yeah, you no, cannot no. hide. Yeah, what do you think? You think Coinbase is like standing up to the IRS? Fuck that, they're terrified. No, <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, 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 no. Speaking of secret internet shit, I had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine who used to work at the NSA. Uh, oh, we, cool. We, I can we have them on the show? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Once he, I think he's still in government. Once he gets out of government, he will be on the show. We've talked about oh, it before. He's uh, yes. He's also uh, interested in antiquing. That's the oh, guy who, nice. who, who makes money buying antiques and ripping off uh, people who don't realize. Like, or I, I told you a story before. He was like, "This fucking idiot doesn't know that this guy." Like, he had some like portrait from like the year eighteen hundred, and he's like, "This fucking idiot doesn't know that this guy signed the Declaration of Independence." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he, he told me, we were talking on WhatsApp about something that was fairly sensitive. You know, it's not like he's like giving me government secrets. We were just kind of having a, you know, a conversation like you and I have. And I was like, should we be on signal or telegraph? And he's like, I don't know. What do you think? Who can stand up to the government better? Fucking Facebook with their billions of dollars or some shitty little nonprofit? <laughs> and which was kind of interesting to me because the the conventional wisdom am- among the privacy freaks was that like you need to go on signal or telegram you know and maybe he's just a fed who's trying to you know tr- entrap me but he seemed pretty confident <laughs> that actually whatsapp is just as fine as um as anything else you're going to use and probably i even think better. that Oh, I, if someone worked for the NSA, I would 1,000% take their advice over any rando on the internet. Yeah, the thing is, I just don't know if I can trust him or if he's... I mean, and he's a fan of the show, so maybe he'll text me about this in, like, a week when he listens to it. Uh, but. Well, in theory, WhatsApp is end-to-end encrypted, and no one except for you can see what what the traffic says. But, then, but I... But then Facebook owns it, and all they ever want is to intrude into every aspect of your life. So who knows? Yeah, I don't believe Facebook for a fucking second when they're like, 
When, when Facebook says anything about privacy, you just have to assume they're lying. I know. Right? And do you remember when they were going to start a cryptocurrency and everyone shouted at them until they stopped? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Forgot about that. I mean, remember when VR was going to be a big thing? Uh, no way. Yeah, I, no one I wants think, to put those fucking things yeah, on their head. That's what I was going to say. Is what tech company, Google Glass, fucking Oculus. Oh, yeah. What people haven't figured out is people don't like putting shit on their face. They're like That's holding so a little screen like about 10 <laughs> inches from their face. But people, whatever it is, they don't like, girls don't like it when you come on their face. Fucking tech companies, you guys have to figure out men don't like putting shit on their face. Women don't like putting shit on their face. No one likes it. You know, and no anyone one. who pretends to is just trying to like get something from you by pretending that they like it. That's so true. <laughs> no one likes putting shit on their face. <laughs> do you remember there was a website that was that was like uh, just pictures of like fat tech guys wearing google glass <laughs> i have a photo i have a photo in my phone uh i took of a guy wearing google glass he was on the train wearing google glass so i pulled out my iphone and very obviously i, I was standing right in front of him and i just took a photo of him <laughs> and he just looked so pissed off at me i was like oh i'm sorry did you think I was taking a photo of you? Why would you think that? I hope you weren't taking one of me. Right, because they have outward-facing cameras all the time. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, so I see that we we all have to agree to disagree on that one, because I think Bitcoin is stupid, and it seems like you're kind of excited about the speculative no, I'm not, I'm potential not of it. I'm not excited. I'm just saying, literally... Like once every two months for the past five years, I've been like, I should get some Bitcoin. <laughs> it would be nice to have a little bit of Bitcoin. And then I just don't do it because I'm doing other shit with my life. And I'm like, oh, it's going, uh, well, it's too I've high. It. It's going to fall more, whatever, you know. But I'm saying, no, but you bought it and sold it or whatever. I'm just going to treat it like I treat stocks. I'm going to buy the Bitcoin, you know, maybe 300 bucks a month, maybe 500. I got to figure it out. A few hundred bucks a month. And we'll talk in five years and see if it was a good decision or not. Like a like buy, a buy and hold, yeah. Like um, like that one freak, uh, the early retired, like Josh Josh Lundfisker says. Oh, you know, you gotta uh, go in and uh, evaluate your uh, decisions. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's like my generic <laughs> European accent. That yeah, your your Dutch accent sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right, well, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> See you later.